Hey, oh, welcome back, everyone. We've been we've been talking for about ten minutes here, so welcome back to our conversation. We're here. Um, we're here. We basically did was... the whole podcast. Yeah, <laughs> we're back. Hey, we got our energy up. Uh, I think thanks to Bryant for that. Yeah, but, yeah. It, it, it's just sad that all these hot takes just are out in oblivion now. Yeah, maybe heard again. Hopefully we can recreate those amazing takes and, and bets and stuff like that. So oh. we're uh, <laughs> we're at the road to, to the conference championship this week. We have three games left this season. We were talking about how the season has just flown by fast. Um, and, and Bryant might be the only one super excited because his team is the only one left. I'm and pretty excited, pretty bummed. As Joey's you can see, season. I'm already ready for the AFL to start. Wrong colors, bud. Yeah. <laughs> gotta gotta buy that new shirt. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I won't. And so so yeah, the the question, Joey, how how fast does the season fly by as a Falcons fan? Oh gee, come on. It man. doesn't. It crawls. Crawls. It crawls. I think I watched a total of a one Falcons game this year. That's how much I did not watch them. Is that all that was broadcasted? Did you actually have access to it or anything to the games? I mean, I can, I can send you oh, links yeah. if need be. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's whatever right. was on Red no, Zone. I, that's what you watched. Yeah. Well, mostly. The, yeah. If I think I watched the first Saints game with the Falcons, so that was it. Joey said, "I ain't watching the Falcons until they free my boy Calvin Ridley." <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. I got you. You know, it you might it might be a, a slow burning season for you, but at least you don't have 13 heart attacks like Trent and I had. Yeah. Dude, I'm a Hawkeye fan. I have them every year. Constantly. I like just a Vikings fan would be bad enough. I don't know how Trent's alive between uh before between Vikings and Cyclones. Just I at least right. My Saturdays can be hectic. Sundays are kind of fine. You, you know, trend. I, I feel for you, dude. Um, it's awful. Yeah. <laughs> well, Just you know what they say. Terrible. God, God gives his toughest test to his strongest soldiers, so we appreciate you, sir. You're, you're basically John Cena at this point. Well, <laughs> thank you, Bryant. Um, I, I would like <laughs> just one season of maybe – it ain't ever gonna happen. National championship for Iowa State, Super Bowl, <laughs> Super Bowl for Minnesota. Sorry, I'm just okay. What about which? What happens about pain? first? Pain. Which one happens Super. first? Well, for sure, Super Bowl, dude. Yeah, Viking Super Bowl. So. Now, if you Although, think there's just playoffs, I'd say Iowa State. Right. Yeah, extended playoffs. True. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Um, Although you guys go ahead, college basketball natty, they're looking good. Maybe, yeah, maybe it'll happen in the same year. Vikings, Iowa State football, and there are zero people afraid of Iowa State. (laughs) (laughs) Iowa couldn't beat them last year, so there's that. Zing! <laughs> I was gonna say there's there there's zero people afraid of Iowa State getting like a one or two seed in the NCAA tournament because it always works out great for them. Well, I think have we only been the two seed once? 
We've never been a one seed. We've been a two seed once. Uh, lost to Hampton that year. Yep. Been a three seed. Lost to UAB in the first round. Those damn dragons. Ugh. Hey, I feel Joey, like I'm Dwight like Schrute when he's listening to women. Like dragging these nuts on your face. Yeah, you got what I was getting at. So uh, I, I did see, I know we talked about this last week. I, I did see the Twins post today, 64 days until uh, baseball season. So 64 days uh, till our road to 5,460 starts. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Cannot wait. But more importantly, <laughs> there's going to be a football game played at Target Field this year. Yes. Yes. Drake and South Dakota State. Ooh. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be fun. Rabbits, the old Yak that, Rabbits. Yep. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah, I, didn't, I, honestly, I, honestly, I honestly didn't know the field was big enough to have a football field on there. but huh? Yeah, and it's uh, beginning of September, so we know the stadium ain't going to be used for anything else, like playoff baseball. So That's October, though. Yeah, well – the twins will probably be shutting down their season by then anyway. We, we, we just we just traded the AL batting title winner last year. So like yeah, why why keep the one player? That'd be like us trading away Justin Jefferson. The Vikings trading away Justin Jefferson. Yeah, get, get hey, some picks. I don't uh, I don't pay attention to baseball too much. Is Joe Maurer still on the team? <laughs> Ten years ago he was. <laughs> that's a that's the house that Joe built, Target Field, so just to kind of age us, I still remember the Sports Illustrated talking about how he was the top high school baseball prospect. That was when you used to actually get physical print and get magazines in the mail. Now it's just all <laughs> back in my day. Yeah, I remember. I remember when it was a big deal when ESPN came out with their magazine, and like all the cool mm-hmm. kids had ESPN the magazine. I got ESPN. Dude, the magazine. at one time, I did. At one time, the- next to my shitter was ESPN the magazine. Sporting News, Sports Illustrated, and the Gallery News. I can look at my own stats every Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. I, and, yeah. next, and next I, to the Gallery News was also Joey's lotion. So he- <laughs> <laughs> I remember getting ESPN the magazine. The first one I ever got was had Edron James on the cover. Don't know why I remember oh, that. Oh, with but... his gold teeth? Yeah, and he, yeah, yeah, he was just wearing like the shoulder pads and like no mm-hmm. jersey or something like that I, I don't know why i remember that but yep. Let, let's be let's be real honest though we all had we all had sports illustrated and then when the bikini issue came out we're all just kind of mom's going Where, where's that uh magazine i don't know where it went mom i don't know i don't, yeah. definitely not underneath my pillow that's for sure never, never came in the mail <laughs> that one seemed to always get intercepted yeah every single time <laughs> Golly, first time when they did the body paint issue, it was bullying. Fantastic. <laughs> All, right. All right, before we get too far off course here, oh, let's – uh, oh, Trent says hold on. Did we forget to go live again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> what, do I need to share this? Yeah, that's it. Want. It's the edge I was, I was Googling that, yeah. I was actually looking for that too. That's the issue right there. Yep, you can get it for twenty dollars right now, man. Ooh, heck of a deal! <laughs> yeah, I probably got a year subscription of ESPN the magazine for less than that. <laughs> I don't even know if they make that. I'm guessing probably either. not. No, 
or magazine. I guess magazines are still a thing. I go into the grocery store and there's still some there. So mainly, mainly since I live in Western South Dakota, it's like gun magazines. So gun That's magazines and playboys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. All right. The first game of the week question for you. I haven't looked at the schedule. Is there, is there a Saturday game or a Sunday game or are both them on Sunday? Both, both Sunday. on Sunday. Both on Sunday. All right. Shows, shows how prepared I am. Um, <laughs> San Francisco, I guess uh, Philadelphia, two and a half point favorites for the NFC championship over San Francisco. A total of uh, 45 and a half. I'm going to have uh, Trent start this one because he's the Iowa State Brock Purdy homer besides Bryant. But Bryant, you have to do the lead the Kansas City game. So Trent, you lead this one. Um, San Francisco by a million. Minimum. I, actually, I didn't pick the spread on this. I picked a total over 45 and a half on this game. Philadelphia really? can put up points. Uh, San Francisco can put up points. I know San Fran didn't last week, but I they can put up the points. I know Philly's defense is good, uh, but uh, I don't know. Both teams can score. So I, I took the over 45 and a half here. Well, if they're going to score, Purdy's got to do something. Last week, he he did enough, which was be neutral and advance the ball. He didn't do any touchdowns, but more importantly, unlike Dak, he didn't throw any interceptions. So yeah. <laughs> he was kind of the true game manager that everyone's been trying to knock him for. But guess what? Game manager got him to the NFC Championship game. He's going to have to be kind of that vintage Brock that we've seen at times, the gunslinger at Iowa State, if he's going to advance because, let's be real honest, Jalen Hurts much better than Dak. I don't know. Would you say, any of you, would you say the Eagles defense is that much better than Dallas or did Dallas have the more stout defense? So, so you know, here's my thing, my take on um, Purdy in this game. I think that was probably their game plan. Like, they sat back and were like, okay, let's see what Dallas is going to do. And they're like, okay, well, Dallas can't score. We don't need to go crazy. Like, let's just take care of the ball. Don't give them any extra possessions. So I think if Philly starts scoring, I think Sam Fran can score as well. I just don't think Brock's that game manager. He's the, So San Fran saw that Big Ten network clip of Kirk saying the most overrated stat was offensive yardage our offensive efficiency and just went with it yes okay i can believe that <laughs> but um, joey, do you, do you, joey do you have a take on the defenses uh yeah they're both great and i think san francisco is better uh i think dallas to answer the real question i think dallas's defense has more playmakers but i think overall mm -hmm. philly's defense is better yeah i agree there. I, I kind of agreed with that as well saying all that though one of them has a uh, quarterback named Big Cock Brock. Uh, San Fran yeah. Moneyline. Uh, I mean, I went 4-0 last week, so take what you want with those. But San Fran's winning this thing. Is he like the true value version of Big Dick Nick? <laughs> yeah. No. Big Dick Nick is the diet version of Brock Purdy. He's, he's already got a Super Bowl, though. You can't be oh. doing that. You can't. You can't take that away from him. Okay. So we've got, we've got we've got Big Dick Nick. We have Big Big Cock Brock. We we do need a quarterback pretty soon whose name is Enos for very obvious reasons, and he has to be very good at quarterback so that we can 
go on with the next uh, mm. the next game. The stretch. Venus the weenus? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, what? I'm guessing you're taking San Francisco to cover, Bryant. I have a money line. You have a money line, Joey. What do you have? Uh, I have a conspiracy theory that you know, since Uncle Joe is doing very well in the playoff positioning, we aren't I'm reading the three. standings. So I'm going to read them and fill oh, everyone. Shoot. I didn't even think. I didn't even think of that. Sorry, I am very sorry about that. I mean, there's there's a thing going around the internet about conspiracy theories and stuff, and most of the time, it's everyone hates Uncle Joe and doesn't respect him on this show. So I'm oh, going to take the torch and read them off myself. Uh, right now, we have Clark in last at five and five. You have Ryan also in last at five and five. Then you have Bryant and Trent tied at six and four. And then Uncle Joe, surprisingly, seven and three. What happens when you pick money lines? You can pick, you can have a better record. So, yeah, I took uh, San Francisco money line like I always would. There we go. Okay, so now take <laughs> those standings and then add them to the regular season standings and do an overall. <laughs> oh no! Well, I want to. If you look at the Trent, overall standings, I want to ask Trent when you bet money line since you did it for a little bit the for the regular season. What happens when you bet money line as far as making money goes? I did it for the first four weeks and I was doing great, and you still lose money. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, betting betting five dollars on the Bills at minus four eighty don't net too much. No, when you're losing five dollars on the games you don't get right, but only getting forty cents on the games you do get right, you better get a lot of games right. Okay, well, okay, well, like I do, and get seventy percent right, and then you won't lose money. Oh well, okay, that does that does work too. All right, Q and on Joey, what is your pick this game? Money line, San Francisco. <laughs> Joe and so I. That's, that's three San Fran. Are we about to sweep the board with uh with San Fran believers? Uh nope, I'm I'm going with Philadelphia. I got Philadelphia mm-hmm. minus two and a half. I I just think I think their def- their offense is too damn good. I really do. Mm-hmm. Um if 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 uh, Brock comes back to how he played all the prior weeks to this one, um then it's gonna be a very close game. But if it's yep. how it was this last week, I just think Philadelphia is—they just seem like a powerhouse. I don't know. No, I, I agree. But, but that is exactly what I said. If, if he's not going to make the plays, then yeah, it's, it's going to be Eagles all day for sure. Yeah, I think the home field advantage for Philadelphia is kind of big when you got fans eating poop and stuff like that. That's—it's <laughs> it's a pretty big home field advantage. It gives them power. I'm telling you. Exactly. Uh, what Clark take here? Clark took. Clark took San Francisco plus two and a half, it looks like. All right, that's it. Uh, Ryan, you are now kicked off this podcast. <laughs> Good. <laughs> no, Nick is going for it. Steve. Ryan is in last place right now, but he's going for the strategy I was starting to take. It. I got I got to go opposite. I got to climb these rankings somehow, and, he, yep. and he's going against the trend. I'm yeah, surprised. Well, how's how's the... that work, Ryan? <laughs> I'm surprised that I'm the only one that's like taking Philadelphia. Is it that? It, it seems that overwhelming to you guys, huh? I mean, that's I'm probably wrong, obviously, but I didn't pick San Fran. I didn't pick Phil. I took the over. Oh, yeah, so. that's right. That's right. Do I need to go get my crown? Crown <laughs> <laughs> royal. What? Gonna get your crown and coke, or oh. crown and some coke? Heavy no. is the head that wears the crown. 
for winning all those games. He wore that. He wore it for like two minutes that one week he was on, and then decided that he had to leave. So yeah, that was, I was mm. not feeling well that night. <laughs> he was ce- he's celebrating his regular season victory too much. His road to two seventy two victory oh, too much. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right. Well, that's the first. So, game. I think I, I think we got a great weekend of games, though. I think both of them are going to really be great games. Mm-hmm. I think so as well. Uh, to answer your question, Ryan, about do we think it's going to be that overwhelming? I think it's going to be a very close game. I just think San Francisco has the momentum coming into this. So that's why I picked them. Yep. And just so everyone uh, remembers, uh, Brock Pur- everyone's bringing up the uh, 42-41 Iowa State-Oklahoma game. Just remember, Oklahoma held in the uh, end zone on that two-point conversion, and they cheated us out in Norman. So. Yep. That's pass interference 100% yeah. of the time. I'm still holding on that grudge. I was at that goddamn game, and I could see it from the fucking upper decks on the 50-yard line in Norman. I had no one around me after that game because I was complaining so much because it was it was such a terribly officiated game. To be honest, I really tried to get off the officiate. I still remember that game on how bad everything was just – it, it was true, like, playing Kansas in, in Fog Allen. It, it was that type of, like, home field advantage. That's the only way I can say yep. it. Can you name the receiver? Uh, wasn't it Mims? LaMichael Petway. Oh, oh shit, for Iowa. Sorry, I, was, I don't know why yeah. I was thinking Oklahoma's wide receiver. No, I no, couldn't, though, to be honest. Iowa State that got held, yeah, that was LaMichael Petway. Dude mm-hmm. was a baller. The only, the only stat I know is that Birdie never beat Iowa. I, I saw that <laughs> somewhere. Are there any <laughs> Iowa players on, on Philadelphia? <laughs> Um, if there are, I don't know very many. Yeah, I don't know. No clue. It doesn't matter. The most important one is on the 49ers, right, Joey? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mr. It's Greg pretty, Kittle himself. It is pretty cool that he kind of uh, brought Kittle back to being a top tight end. Yes, mm-hmm. Purdy did bring Kittle back. You are right. He would. He never would have done it with Jimmy G. I 100% agree unless, with that. Um, unless he started handing the ball off to, to Kittle. but <laughs> oh, McCaffrey gets hurt. Kittle plays running back. <laughs> Interesting fact about the NFC Championship game here. Brock Purdy is the first quarterback from Iowa State or Iowa that has uh, played in a conference championship game. Correct. No, He's probably the first Mr. Irrelevant, too. I mean, first Mr. Irrelevant QB, anyway. Well, he was the first Mr. Irrelevant to win a game at in the NFL, a quarterback. Yeah. And to throw a touchdown pass and to be amazing, have a 10-inch hog. I mean, first of all, a lot of <laughs> Joey's face is just slowly destroying his life. Joey's like, why Why am I a part of this group? <laughs> no, nah. nah, it's all, all right. right. I, I, I'm fine with it. But there is an Iowa State player on Philadelphia, but there is not an Iowa player. Iowa State player on Philadelphia. Yep, he is a defensive I mean, like, end. A defensive end? Say, say that it wasn't the guy last year, was it? He was drafted by the Broncos. Yeah, that's a what? Uh, uh, 30. 30 years old? Mm-hmm. Who, who? I mean, just so we're not having boring hot here. Matt Leo or Leo. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
He must have been real good because I, I don't. I've never heard of him. I wouldn't have pulled that out, but yeah, I do remember him. Yeah. Yeah. Brian's I am looking forward to the Lane Jensen, Joey, <laughs> is it Joey or Nick Bosa? Nick Bosa matchup. Nick Bosa. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. Bryant's a millennial. He's thirty. That guy's way too old for Bryant to remember anything from Iowa State back then. I'm thirty-two. That that's where I felt bad because I would have been in school when he would have been there, but I just oh. I was blanking. I, I almost said like Latimer and shit. <laughs> He's probably sitting in front of you during home ec class. Or history yeah. bats, basket weaving, whatever right. I have there. I feel like Will McDonald's already got drafted. What? Yeah, damn no. Yeah, he was probably sitting in front of me in front of my women's studies class while I broke down a Katy <laughs> Perry video. That was a real assignment that I had to do in a real college class. What a joke. I would you love that your college just boobs. <laughs> do you use that knowledge every day now? You see what the sparklers on her breast represent. Is the no? I mean, it's just fucking. Uh, it it taught me how to bullshit on stuff like that. So I mean, college did have some positive bags. impact. <laughs> Jesus, God. I feel like bags of sand. All right, let's let's move on here, guys. Jesus. <laughs> All right, uh, the AFC Championship. You've got Joe Burrow going into apparently Burrowhead. Hosting with with Kansas City, hosting it's a pick'em, boys. It's uh, this is supposed to be a close game, a total of forty-seven. Uh, Bryant, take it away. So you know the the game started as uh, Kansas City was three-point favorites originally, and then the uh, uh, Mahomes injury happened. Everything shifted four and a half point swing. Cincinnati now one and a half point favorites. Everyone is trying to say, if Burrow wins, is Burrow going to be the number one quarterback? Is he better than Mahomes? Uh, Burrow, uh, Mahomes is the best player in the league, but but uh, Burrow is the best quarterback. Guys, Mahomes, all he did today was walk to the podium, say a few things, and walk without a limp, and the fucking line moved a point and a half. There is no way Kansas City doesn't win an arrowhead this weekend. Eli Apple... You're a stupid fucking idiot. We're going to shut your fucking mouth and we're going to burn you for 200 yards, you idiot. I mean, I'll be honest. On Monday, I was talking about how can anyone – I'm going to calm down a little bit before I get too heated, but I asked you who could legitimately like these Bengals team minus Joe Burrow. He is He's the big equalizer. Let's be real honest. And you go, yeah, you know, we have a little argument. I think the Bengals are fine. And then Eli Apple starts talking about DeMar Hamlin, sending him to Cacoon, talking all this shit after the game. Eli Apple, they're not winning because of you. They're not winning because of a super stellar defense that you're doing. It is Joe Burrow carrying your ass, and you should be fucking kissing his feet every time you come into the arena. But I'll be honest, Kelsey's already talked about on his podcast that they've heard the Burrowhead comments. They've heard all these comments about how they own Kansas City, and frankly, right now they they have the right. They're three and zero versus them. That is going to change this Sunday. Mahomes' ankle is going to be healthy. That line is going to be more ready than ever, knowing that with his ankle where his ankle is, they need to be stepping it up. Orlando Orlando Brown, he's on a contract year. This is why we pay you, and this is when you need to prove it. This defense, this is when why you're getting paid. You need to be getting in Joe Burrow's face. Knock him down a little bit. He's getting rid of the ball in less than two seconds. You need to be there, and you need to be causing pressure. 
you know, cornerbacks, you need to be – it is going to be a tough challenge. They have Jamar Chase and they have Higgins. You need to make a stop and you need to get them uncomfortable out there, and that is going to happen in Arrowhead. Arrowhead. It's going to be 147 decibels there. They're not going to hear shit. Kansas City is going back to the promised land. Um, I'll I'll follow up on that. Um, first of all, Clark Clark had when it was at Kansas City plus one. He had Kansas City plus one. I'm going to assume he'd pick Kansas City to win. That, yep. I would think so. For me, before before today, um, and I guess kind of before yesterday, because that was when Eli Apple started talking. And that dude, he's their big one of their biggest liabilities. He needs to sit down. Um, hey, you remember um, late in the Super Bowl, uh, Cooper Cup got that amazing touchdown. You know who's covering him? I'm going to guess Eli. It was Eli Apple. Way to lose uh, that Super Bowl for him. Yeah, so I – before you know, with before I saw Mahomes walking around today, you know, I kind of had, had a list of the top three NFL players Mah- – or quarterbacks. Mahomes was number one for me. Number two was Joe Burrow. Number three was Mahomes with one leg. That was That was my top three. Okay. <laughs> right now, Mahomes is looking like he's got both legs going. Um, the 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 defense of line for Cincinnati they scared the crap out of me against uh, you know for Kansas City because they looked damn good against uh, Buffalo. They really did. So I was worried about about uh, Mahomes on one leg against that defensive line, and I was very very positive that I was going to pr- probably pick Cincinnati, but. Who the heck hasn't learned you don't talk shit about your opponent before you've played a single down? Like, you've got a very motivated Kansas City team looking to get back to the Super Bowl. You've, mm-hmm. They've been very quiet. They haven't said anything about their opponents. Um, Cincinnati just shot themselves in the foot, and I think they've awakened a giant. Quite honestly, I should take the an alternate of Kansas City minus four or five or something like that because – I think you. I think they awakened a pissed off Kansas City team. Kansas City to win easily, no problem. I hope so, dude. Trent, you want to go? Yeah, yeah, I'll go. I I took. Uh, so I guess when I did this, it was a one point spread in Cincinnati's favorite. I, so I I had Kansas City money line on this. I just do not see Cincinnati coming into Arrowhead and winning again, winning four in a row. Um, you know, as soon as I saw Mahomes uh, walking without a limp, no boot, uh, that made up my mind right there. Easy, easy pick. I'm also going to take Kansas City, uh, money line on that. I think I also think they're going to win pretty handedly. I have no issues at all when teams either talk shit or they, you know, go back and forth with each other. If it's the good players, it's when like Eli Apple, we're talking about him being a liability. It's when people like that, Marcus Peters for the Chiefs a few years ago and still with the Ravens, like makes zero sense when people that aren't your stars and aren't the ones that are actually going to win the game for you start talking shit. Like if Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase were talking about going in and dominating Kansas City. Cool. That's just feed for Kansas City to like get pumped up about it and shit. And who knows? Those two may actually put up big numbers after talking shit. But Eli Apple, you're gonna get burnt every single down probably. So, so Jamar Chase did talk shit. Him and Justin Reed in the first game this year, he was talking shit. Mm-hmm. And guess what he did? He bat- well, 
I don't even think Jamar had a huge game, but he backed it up enough where he made enough key plays mm-hmm. or brought attention away where he got it. So, right. again, Eli, Eli might be able to, but it's just, honestly, if anything, I should be happy for Eli Apple for pissing off this team enough where maybe they will mm-hmm. get the lead out of their ass. And, hey, we're, we're 0-3 versus this team. They're call, You know, calling it Burrowhead, that should have a visceral, just a seething in their chest. You know, I, I think I think Kelsey's gonna fucking ball out in this game. I think Mahomes will as well. Like I said, I think the keys right now are going to be that offensive line, which we do have some decent linemen stopping this Cincinnati de- defensive line. Like you said, they were going crazy versus uh versus uh Buffalo. Now, it, the only thing I would say is like, do you think the snow affected the mobility of Josh Allen enough? Maybe a little, but they were still getting to him enough. Where, like you said. Uh, Hubbard, who had that huge return versus Ravens, they do have playmakers on that defense. So uh, we know why they stack up well versus the Chiefs. I, I just think, honestly, in Arrowhead, I can say usually teams would get a little comfortable with going, oh, we're not going to pack it. We've been to this game five times in a row. We're finally playing a team where, if, if we're playing Buffalo, I think it would be ju- just as big. But playing a hated Cincinnati team, that, that stadium is going to be fucking loud, and they're going to hear it. I was going to say that uh... – that the Burrowhead comment, um, I think will fire the fans up as well. And I think it's going to be very mm-hmm. hostile for the Cincinnati Bengals on Sunday. So, so. go ahead, Ryan. I was going to ask the, the bills have the, the bill What do the chiefs have? The, oh, the <laughs> <laughs> I think they just got extra fireball on their seat to keep them to keep them uh, warm and motivated. You say that's uh, a night game too. That's mm-hmm. just extra time to get all lubed up before the game oh, yeah. for the fans. The loosey goosey for the oh. bill um, the, the, <laughs> the funny thing is, so we've talked about how the Bengals and Bills both had a chip on their shoulder. They were hand in hand, shaking hands. We're going to be allies in this because who's the big bad Kansas city who just kind of goes about their business and they don't talk a lot of shit like that. Once the Bengals won all hell broke loose on Twitter and Bengals started talking their shit. And then the Eli Apple stuff and everything else. I've never seen a fan base turn more from the bills have hated us. We're the reason they aren't weren't in the Super Bowl the last two years. You know, they despise us that you have the Stefan Diggs standing in Arrowhead for three years because his team can't, you know, go on. And they're going, I they they go, Eli Apple's done the impossible. I'm rooting for the Chiefs to go to the Super Bowl <laughs> because you're such sore winners and you like I said, it's just the dynamic of you act like you're king shit, but then you talk about having a chip on the short. You can't have it both ways. Either embrace being the heel or the villain, or be the true underdog. It just because mm-hmm. I think honestly, the Chiefs, we are okay with being the villain, and we understand the hate from Mahomes and all this. But like, you just can't have it both ways. Be the villain, be the underdog. Pick a lane, though, Bengals. Yeah, and and the and the crappy thing is too is it's not like you said it's not the stars. It's not Joe Burrow talking mm-hmm. like that. It's. Someone who was already disliked by a lot of fans that have nothing to do with teams, really. Well, Eli Apple has been disliked since he's come into the league, and for him to just throw that much hatred from from fans, non fans, whatever, to yeah. Cincinnati, it's it's very unfortunate for for Burrow. It really is because to me, I know I know you don't like him, Bryant, but to me, Burrow is a very like easily likable guy. Um, the most 
crazy thing he's ever done is smoked a cigar in the locker room. Yeah. And just because his teammates are dumbasses now, like just a lot of people are going to hate on him just because of guilt by association, basically. Let me clear the air on that, actually, because throughout the year, once Burrow beat us a third time, and again, I'm not the Bengals, Burrow beat us a third time. Mm-hmm. I've grown to, like you said, he doesn't say anything. He just goes and like, and again, my hate for him is when the, the media gives him the easiest tee up and they do it. And, and honestly, it's just sports media. Hey, what about them selling the tickets? Send the receipts. I hate those corny ass lines because it, it it's fucking here, here's the it's like any like even politician. Here's the media, toss it up. But I respect Joe Burrow. I like him. I do think he's the true number two, and I really don't hate him. I just ham it up a little bit because we can't fucking beat him right now. <laughs> but, but man, like you said, like the other Bengals, they make it really easy to fucking hate that team. So yeah. um the, the other key to you I think a bigger key to this game is going to be you have uh, Frank Clark, who has been a more of an incentivized contract this year. He's going to be going up against a left tackle that's on his second career start. The Bengals' offensive line is very limited. I think they, they're down to, what, three starters or two starters? But they are very um, inexperienced right now. And you can see in the Bills game, they were doing the release the ball quick. And they did it versus Kansas City last year. We couldn't stop it. If we're going to do anything, Chris Jones, Frank Clark, the Greek Freak, they have to create, like I said, make Joe Burrow uncomfortable, create some pressure, and our rookie cornerbacks are really going to have to step up too. Shocker, I'm saying everyone has to step up, but we know the key positions where they need to. Here's a guy who understands football. Yeah. Everyone has to play their best game on Sunday. Who, who would have thought? No. Do you do you think their cornerbacks can? Do you think their backfield can keep up with a Chase, uh, uh, Higgins, uh, or whatever? You know, they they need to limit it. You're going to give a score up to Jamar Chase because Burrow goes fuck it, he's out there somewhere and he makes that throw. And a lot of the times, it's going to be. It depends on how Kansas City plays it, but but Burrow does very good with between the zone. He he hits them immediately, you know, between just between the zones. He knows when to hit these receivers, and the receivers are fast enough and big enough where they can go. Um, yeah, it is going to be interesting. I think it's going to be a tight game. I don't think it gets decided by more than three. If it, if it does, I will be very shocked. Um, I, I just think this is the one where there's enough fire underneath their ass, Mahomes. You know, I hope that fire on how pissed he was when he had to go to the locker room at halftime. I hope that's translating into the fire that he has going to this game. And 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 honestly, I hope he scorches Eli Apple for 480 yards. But you know, I'll, I'll, I'll take. <laughs> well, you accept. That's one thing I wanted. Go ahead, yeah. Okay, that's one thing I want to touch on too. Is uh, I know everyone like to the mainstream media people are like bashing Mahomes for being selfish and wanting to come back in and showing that fire to me. Yeah. That game, it didn't make a lot of sense, but man, you can just tell he wants this ring. Like I think there's a chip on his shoulder that he's always going to be considered the same as like Aaron Rodgers If he doesn't win another one, basically you're a great quarterback, but the media and stuff isn't going to follow you around and be, you know, talking about you whatsoever, unless you get that second ring. So look what it did for Peyton's career. Look what it's done for other people. So we'll see what happens with that. I, I hope for me personally, I hope he wins another one. It was also interesting. Uh, 
outside of this game. So the Bills GM did an interview, I think it was today or yesterday. It was interesting hearing him talk about, and we heard here first on Pulse of the Heartland, we were talking about, they were talking about like, so what, you know, what do you need to do basically to keep up with Joe Burrow, you know, Joe Burrow, the Bengals and all this? And he goes, well, they're in a different situation. They had very lean years. And guess what? They got a they got a quarterback on his rookie contract. They got a Jamar Chase on his rookie contract. You know, and and he, and he kind of took a jab at him. He goes, "I don't want to suck enough where we can get a Jamar Chase, where we're so high up in the draft where we can get him." But it was interesting where all of a sudden, like, you know, the Bills know where they're at. He goes, "We have a high paying Stephen Diggs. Um, you know, we have to pay Josh Allen, and that's a little bit different than when you have same thing when Mahomes won his ring. You have a very cheap quarterback." you can overpay around it around him to get the right pieces, you know, and that's where the, the Joe Burrow championship window is right now. He's, he's cheap and Jamar Chase is cheap for two more years. Then it'll, or I'm sorry, him to Jamar three. It'll be interesting how that dynamic changes where, where when they have to start paying around the bagel and then they do have to, no offense. They're, they're kind of weak in a lot of areas, but Joe, Joe gets the ball out. So the line doesn't have to be super strong. You know, it, it'll be interesting how that is. I, I know Burrow said his championship windows his whole career, but so is Allen's and so is Mahomes. But it'll be interesting once he gets paid how that's going to shift, what they're going to have to do to shift around on that team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still don't – I don't know. I'm on the side where I'm, I think the AFC is going to run through Kansas City and Cincinnati the next how many years. I just don't – I don't see Buffalo. Yeah. I just don't see Buffalo. I think uh, what we saw there with Diggs, I, he'll he'll be a, he'll be a bill. I don't see any reason for them to ever trade them. I know there's a lot of talk. Stephon Diggs was pissed off as quarterback. Is he going to want to be traded? Blah, blah. He's not going to be traded. He's not going to want to be traded. Mm-hmm. But I just don't see them. I just don't see them being a team. Like you can tell Kansas city loves being a team. They love playing with each other. You can tell Cincinnati, the same thing. Those three wide receivers with burrow just absolutely love being on the same team. You don't get that from Buffalo. So I I think the FC is really just going to be Cincinnati and Kansas city going forward. Yeah. And until it changes and not to keep everyone is listening to the fucking gargling and slob fest that is Kansas city right now that I'm, giving out but you, you know to, to be frank like you said, that, that, that team aspect of it you know we did have some toxic players we we had matthew that he, he did win us a ring so i i don't want to bad talk him too much but he also was getting on twitter and talking shit and being mad at different things and what did we do we got rid of him marcus peters talked a lot of shit and created a you know hostile environment what do we do we traded him away um I, I, honestly chris jones was i think close enough but he was part of that you got rid of the one negative. He's been great this year. Um, you, you know, you have Kelsey and, and Frank Clark and all these players have taken, you know, team-friendly deals. I, like you said, I do think it's legit. These players do want to be here. They do want to be part of a team. And Tyreek Hill, you're upset. We're okay to get rid of you. We're going to trade you. You know, I in Veach, I trust, dude. That guy knows how to draft and he knows how to work the, the cap unlike anything I've ever seen. I remember before Mahomes, they only had $130 in their cap space. And then somehow you signed a half billion dollar contract and re-signed a tight end, your top tight end and your top defensive tackle. I mean, it's so yeah, that's it. I I just, I I agree. I I think right now that until something drastic changes, I think it still keeps going through Kansas city Bengals for the next couple of years. And then seeing how that team plays out. 
Bill's will always still be in it too, but it'll be interesting next year with, well, do we, do we think Tua's playing next year, to be honest, with every head injury that he's had? Yes. Oof. Will he probably? Should he? No. Yeah. Joey, what do you think? I don't know, man. I I kind of agree with Ryan. I, I think he will, but he shouldn't. That, that's the big thing on that team. Somewhere I saw that the, the signing odds favorite for Saquon Barkley is the Dolphins. Huh. I see. I also see that there's rumor of Tom Brady maybe to the Dolphins. I see. I see Miami and Las Vegas as the two favorites for him. Well, he did get uh, offered a partnership and ownership down there and everything. That's why they don't have any first round picks because of the Stephen Ross stuff. So, oh yeah. If you're Tom Brady, though, let, let's be wrong. You're you're on your twenty thousand, whatever, wherever he's at. Why don't you take veteran minimum? Why don't you just like I don't build around me. Take the couple. If you truly want to win, you're Tommy you at seven. I'm going to a team that I want to win now. Why would you not? Because he's going to get probably get eight to ten. Why would you not just take veteran minimum, and and take this eight million extra eight million dollars you're going to pay me and get myself a left tackle? Because I'm tired of getting fucking hit. Why why wouldn't you do something like that? He already had the best tackle in the league with Tristan Wirfs. I mean, where's he going to go and get anything better? So, I to me that I don't think that's a I don't like that. I think he's proven enough that he needs to get paid. And you're going to talk to someone with that kind of ego to not get paid and. Dude, do you, have you seen what his television deal is? Oh, $100 million for 10 years. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I guess I just always, because it's the same thing. I make the same arguments with, like, any star player in the NBA, most notably LeBron. You have, you're ma- mm-hmm. You've made your money in career, and I, and I get you should be making your max contract, but if the true intentions truly is winning a championship, you know, instead of tra- making a, like, a, is Trevor Ariza still on the Lakers? I don't know. You know, I know nothing about <laughs> basketball. Like, I know right. that three people are basically making the money on the Lakers, and then they're trying to fill in with 12, you know, below average players and, and making it work. Or here's my one three-point shooter and shit. I, again, I don't know basketball. I've just never got it. It's like he's got an empire. Just take a little bit less cut and sign an extra player to, to, to be that little bit extra. You know, way easier it, basketball it, because it's only five on five, but – Right. It, that makes sense. And I'm not saying that that's the wrong attitude or anything. I just, to me, he, I don't, I don't think you could tell Tom Brady that there's enough money in the world for him to just like stop caring about how much money he makes and stuff. He, but people like that, when they have a, you know, a little bit of money, they just keep wanting more and more and more. And he's already taken friendly deals, you know, in the, in the past and stuff. I really think he should just, if it's down to money or down to, man, I need to build up for one more championship, just retire. I mean, it's been long enough. And if your window is closed already, like it kind of looked like he was getting old with the Bucks this year, just kind of go away, man. Mm-hmm. Go away so Joey's Falcons can win that damn division. <laughs> yeah. Woohoo! Dirty birds. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I hated that you stupid dance. Hated that stupid dance in '98 when our field goal kicker, who uh, made every single field goal, field goal missed, and we lost. Morton Anderson, Gary Anderson, Gary, Gary. Guy, I always get those yeah. two. Morton stuff. played. No, don't be confused because we had Morton Anderson after they after he got dropped from Kansas City. So we had him when he was about fifty. 
wasn't Morton it wasn't he the last guy with the one bar? That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I think it's illegal now. Can't do that. Because Pat McAfee wanted it and they wouldn't let him, so can't have that. <laughs> uh, no, I want the one bar with a gigantic visor. <laughs> and then yes. I also yes. want to see a kicker get blown up and that visor to shatter everywhere. <laughs> you wanna be you wanna be the kicker and have the Ray Lewis face mask. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. Ray Lewis, killer mentality. <laughs> Uh, well any any last words of wisdom before we sign off before this wonderful week of conference championship football put a bow on it yeah and then we'll go next week will be the road to the pro bowl flag uh, flag football game so oh god (laughs) on that oh god over under 13 and a half flags pulled by Oh God, I'm, I'm thinking of a DB that fucking made it. I, I almost said Brandon Flowers. I, I swear I just stopped learning names five years ago on athletes. <laughs> I, I I still think Hodge Gibson's still in the NBA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Joey gets> that one. <laughs> I still think Todd Gibson is like in year eight of the NBA, and that was like in 2012. He, he's been yeah, out of the was... league, retired, has a grandkid by now probably. That was like third ACL tear for Derrick Rose. Yeah. Oh, Derrick Rose. <laughs> Pretty sure Rondé Barber isn't in this one, is he? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tiki. Tiki is, I think. Oh, Tiki. That's Tiki okay. Barber, yes. <laughs> okay. Gosh. Just trying to pull out the oldest name that I can remember from my life. Warren Sapp still play? <laughs> Him and Rodney. Yeah. <laughs> I wish they would go back to those days where they were in the Pro Bowl and they were doing like uh, weightlifting competitions and shit. I can't yeah. wait for that. Instead of longest drive competitions. Oh, jeez. Longest drive. Whoa. Are they doing the like golf competition? They should. Yes. We talked yeah. about this Have last year, how I then? thought. We, we, can do, we can do that next week. Let, let's wrap it up, and we'll have all the full list and what we should and shouldn't have in the Pro Bowl. <laughs> all right. Um, you guys doing one tomorrow night? Yes, sir. All righty. Uh, yeah, so tune in tomorrow, thir- Thursday night, for the Amateur Hour. I'm sure you're going to be talking some awesome basketball. Yeah, we, we finally got some solid basketball. You can guess what teams we're going to be talking about. But, uh, yeah, very good win last night. Dude, yeah. Big 12 basketball looking stout. Top to bottom, man. Tough. Tough. <laughs> Joey with the... Eh. What, what do you have to say about that, Joey? <laughs> no, I, save it for tomorrow night. Okay. All right. Tune in for that tomorrow. I know uh, Trent and I and Kevin have been talking about doing our getting the golf podcast going again. We just need to figure out a time to get that recorded because we've already got... We've got a couple episodes wrote for what material we want to do so we just need to get that that figured out so eventually struggle for par will be back um we'll put it on the socials when we're when we're getting ready to record absolutely golf golf season's right around the corner i went and bought some new golf shoes today we got freaking people throwing teas at each other now yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, don't get me started (laughs) on that (laughs) save it Say turn that into okay. Bryant like anger and save it for for SFP. Okay, uh, you're going through it. 
All right. Well, good luck, everyone, on on your bets this weekend, and uh, we'll see you see you next week, or see you Thursday, see you Monday, and yeah, just have a good one. See you. Bye, everybody.